Hallelujah. There is no other way that we can leave. We need a word from you. We need to hear from you. Can somebody say, I need a word from the Lord and I need to hear from the Lord. Some people are not saying anything. Then why have you come? I need a word from the Lord and I need to hear from the Lord. And this morning the Lord will touch me. The Lord will minister to me. The Lord will transform my life. I will go with an encounter with the Lord. Even this morning in the name of Jesus. My coming this morning will not be in vain. In the name of Jesus. I will experience the glory of a resurrected Christ this morning. In the name of Jesus. I'm living transformed and changed by the power of the Holy Spirit even this morning. In the name of Jesus. I hope you're saying the same for yourself and you're praying for yourself as well. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, send your word. We need it now. Send your word, your word to us. Lord, perfect all that concerns our lives. Lord, infuse us with your divine strength. Lord, let your life fill our lives. Let your Zoe life rule and reign and superintend over our lives. Lord, we are asking that you cause your newness and your beauty to spring up afresh in us and through us even this morning. We desire that which you alone can make to happen. Lord, may you happen in this place this morning. May God happen in every life this morning. May Jehovah happen in every situation this morning. You don't understand. May God happen in my life this morning. In my life this morning, may God happen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Send your word. We need it now. Send your word. Your word to us. Send your word. We need it now. Send your word. Your word to us. Can you make it personal? Send your word. I need it now. I need it now. Send your word. Your word to me. Thank you, Father. We receive that with thanks in Jesus' name. Sweet Samish, you may be seated. We appreciate the Lord for your ministry. Thank you for being a blessing. Always instrumentalist, thank you. The rest of God's people, thank you for being a part of today's service. Um, it's um, 9.35, thereabouts, but um, we haven't uh, reached the capacity that we ought to reach by way of attendance. I wonder where the people are. I, I pray they come, but thank God you are here. Help me tell your neighbor, thank God you are here. Amen. You know what matters most? That you are here. What have you come to do? You've come to show up in God's presence. And those who show up are never let down. And those who show up will always remain up. Amen. Thank you for showing up. 
I want to appreciate uh, people that have labored, that have sweated, that have spent time, that have gone through inconvenience and discomfort for us to have church this morning. If we still had scaffolding on the altar and all the props here, and we tied a cotton like we did on Wednesday and like we did on Friday, if we tied a cotton here and we all were there and the altar had to move there, I'm sure it wouldn't have been quite the same. People have been sleeping in church for the past four nights to ensure that we stand like this today. We may not be where we desire to be. We understand that amongst ourselves, but we surely have left where we used to be. And for that, we give thanks. And for that, we give praise. And for that, we give glory to the Lord. Everyone who has been part of it, we will see you all next year at a greater level. God is not unrighteous to forget your work and your sacrifices, your labor of love, in that you have ministered to the saints and you do minister. So if he's not unrighteous to forget, then it means he will remember and then he will reward. So expect your sure rewards in Jesus' name. I want to appreciate the 21 people who showed up yesterday for door-to-door -door evangelism. Thank you for coming. The year has started. Our assessment has started. You know, some are yet to pick up. They don't understand that the year has started. What if Jesus comes today? Because it can come anytime. Really, there is no prophecy of the end times that has not found fulfillment some way or the other in today's contemporary world. Bible scholars, there is no prophecy of scripture. It says the, the moon will become red. The sun will become like man's blood. There have been red moons appearing. There have been different kinds of eclipses going on. Lunar eclipses, solar eclipses. Some still occurred last year. Hallelujah. Signs in the heavens. What else do you think we're waiting for? <laughs> Amen. So we're waiting for the one who will say, come, now there is peace. And while they say there is peace and safety, then sudden destruction shall come. Listen, you better live ready. If you go to a church and from time to time you are not remembered or you are not reminded about your pardon about the coming of the Lord, then you haven't heard the whole gospel. Listen, he's coming. He came before. He went to the cross. He suffered. He bled. He died. You know, and then on the third day he rose and then he ascended to heaven after 50 days. And guess what? He's coming back. And when he comes back this time, it is to appear in the sky for the catching away of the sins. And after that, he's going to come back again. And that time together with those who went within the first time. And guess what? He's coming for a reign of a thousand years when we shall reign with him in glory. I'm sorry. When I shall reign with him in glory. I, I, I'm prepared. I'm walking in that direction. So when you see me consumed with passion, it's because of such things. It's because I have an understanding of where I'm going. Some have no idea of where they're going. They don't know what they are about. It's good to have a beautiful wife. It's good to have a, hus a husband that is handsome. It's good to have nice children. But beyond all those things, we don't leave uh, you. <laughs> or we don't leave you to take you to heaven. Your relationship with the Lord counts a lot. You may have gold. You may have silver. You may not have gold. You may not have silver. Don't miss Jesus. Don't miss Jesus. You may be educated. You may be uneducated. 
You may have status. You may not have status. Listen, there's nobody that does not have status. No status is still a status. Hallelujah. But listen, have a status with Jesus. Is that okay by us? Don't miss Jesus. Don't miss Jesus. Influence markers, that's what we're talking about this morning. As we set the tone for the five days of the anniversary starting on Wednesday. Influence markers. Okay, what is influence? It is the power or the capacity to cause an effect on something or someone without direct contact. At times there could be direct contact, but most of the time without direct contact or in an indirect manner. Praise the Lord. When there is direct contact, that influence, that power is now called impact. But in influence, there needn't necessarily be direct contact like that or a direct intervention or an exertion of force. To influence something is to alter or to affect something, to change its structure in intangible ways. I have synonyms of influence here. It means to affect, it means to impress, it means to move, to reach, to strike, to sway something or someone in a direction. Some of us here have succeeded in standing as signs for some people to watch and to want to model their lives after us, whether for good or for evil. I took to smoking because of influence when I was a smoker before I gave my life to Christ. I took to drinking alcohol because of influence when I was an unbeliever before I gave my life to Christ. I, cho I chose the way I chose, the way of life I chose because of influence when I gave my life to Christ. Now that I am in Christ, I have been acted upon, impressed upon to live and to model my life after the way and the manner of those I see and watch and look upon that I'm convinced are living based on what the truth, you know what the truth is, the living word, the revealed word of God is. Is someone still with me this morning? That is what influence does to you. It changes how you see things. It changes how you live your life. It changes how you think. It changes your perception. Changes your perspectives, changes your paradigms. You begin to see differently. You begin to talk differently. You begin to act differently. Amen. Praise the Lord. That's what influence does. It changes you. On the other hand, a marker is simply an indicator. Something that helps you to identify what is going on. That's a marker. Now, God wants us to influence lives into his kingdom it is his desire that we bring lives into his kingdom we sway men in the direction of his kingdom i hope our lives are affecting others i hope the way you pray is inspiring someone to want to pray like you i hope the way you read your bible is inspiring someone to want to read the bible like you Beyond that, I hope the way you are living your life 
is inspiring someone to want to live like you. One year I went somewhere. They asked me to preach on a title. I'm, I'm not going to tell you what it was. It was in the, from the book of Daniel. And I preached from the book of Daniel. It wasn't in the country. And I preached as they asked me. And while preaching, I was asking them, are you sure this is what you want me to preach? While preaching, I was asking. It was for two days. I said, are you sure? <laughs> they said they are sure. But I saw that all of them, their mouths were open. After the service, they said, ah, we have to go and learn the Bible. We have to go and understand it. I said, but what were you thinking of when you picked that topic? Thank God they did because that would have opened them up, you know. So I said, is uh, the way we live inspiring someone to want to live like that? The Lord expects us to influence lives into his uh, kingdom. Sway men in the direction of a kingdom. Some of us, the way we are living, people will, uh, will say, if that is what it means to be a Christian, then I don't want it. And we see all sorts. And we hear all sorts. You, you know, there are times you don't feel too, 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 too good to call yourself a pastor. Because the world has chosen not to know the difference. Did you hear what I said? The world has chosen not to know the difference. They say, oh, pastor, the one that killed somebody the other day and buried somebody inside this church, you be pastor or not? So what are you, what, what are you, what are you, what are you talking about? Oh, God, leave that one. Let's talk man to man. Forget this pastor business. I've said this before in church. I'm going to say it again. Years ago, many years ago, over 20 something years ago, in the life of this church, this church is just going to be 24 years. So when we were about 23 years old, I went to buy some equipment somewhere in Okebola at a musical store. And I got there and I asked the man how much it was. We negotiated and I paid for it. And uh, I said, can I have my receipt? He said, how much do I write there? I said, how much did I give you? Ah, he said, oh God. He said, whatever figure you want to write is what I... I said, no. I said, I'm a pastor. I can't... He said, ah! That's what pastors do when they come here now. Ah. You know, pardon one party in here, one load there. I said, I'm sorry. I'm not that kind of pastor. The amount I gave you is the amount you must write. And you put the name of a church in bold. You know, some pastors put their names. And it's not their money. It's church money. Praise the Lord. Okay. We are to influence lives into God's kingdom. John's Gospel, chapter 4 and verse 28. The woman then left her water pot. Who was this woman? The woman that Jesus met at the well of Sika. Where was Sika? Sika was in Samaria. Where was Jesus going? He was going further north. He was going to Galilee. Where was he coming from? He was coming from Judea. So there was Judea, there was Samaria, there was Galilee. Now he stopped in Samaria because he was hungry. And he could be hungry because when he came, he came as man. He was 100% God, 100% man. Like theologians will say, it was like a coin that had two sides, both valid as legal tender. Amen. Unfortunately, we have stopped spending coins in Nigeria. Some of, uh, there is a generation here that never saw five kobo. There's a generation here that never saw one kobo, the one with the hole inside. There's a generation here that never saw 10 kobo. There's a generation that never saw 25 kobo. There's a generation that never knew that 50 kobo used to be a note. What happened? 
the whole world still spends coins. What has happened to us? Me, I don't know. Praise the Lord. Honestly. Okay. So let's talk about this woman. John's Gospel, chapter 4 and verse 28. The woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city and said to the men, Come see a man which told me all things that ever I did. Is not this the Christ? Then they went out of a city and came unto him. Influence. She had an encounter with Jesus. And on the strength of that encounter, she ran to the men. And she told them she was trying to sway them into the kingdom. Did they come into the kingdom or not? Yes, they did. Did they heed the things Jesus said or not? Yes, they did. Look at verse 39. And many, somebody say many. And many of the Samaritans of that city did what? Let's do it together. Let's do it. They did what? They believed on him for the saying of the woman. She influenced them, in other words, having been influenced herself. And that's taking me to the next point. Influence begets influence. You are influenced in order to influence. So when you've been influenced, then influence others. I'm jumping. I'm going ahead of myself. But it's okay. Let's learn from a tree. I was saying that on Wednesday. Let's learn from a tree. Matthew's gospel, chapter 13 and verse 31. Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a grain of mustard seed. Somebody says seed. So that story began with seed. Influence begins as a seed. A seed could be small. A seed could be inconsequential. But it contains potential. Hallelujah. There is life in a seed. There is power in a seed. There is a voice inside seed. Let's read. The kingdom of heaven is like to a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field. As powerful as a seed is, as, as, as loaded with capacity as a seed is, it is useless if it is not put in the ground. As good a person as you are, as knowledgeable a person as you are, without contact with your environment, with terra firma, earth, where God has put you and said you are the salt, you have no consequence. Did you hear what I said? You have no consequence. Your influence is as relevant as the contact you make with where God has put you. Let's read on. Let's read on. So the man took it and sowed it in his field, which indeed is the least of all seeds, that is, it is small, when it is grown. It is the greatest among herbs. It's no longer a seed, it's not a herb. And becometh a tree. First a herb, and then a tree. It started as a seed. It became a herb, and then a tree. See the progression. That's how influence grows. We grow in influence. Someone say we grow in influence. 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 Pastor Musa Carpenter, for those who were in church when he came, we were still in Pepsi factory many years ago. That must have been 2002, something like that, or 2001. That man of God came. He's late now. And I was the man, Carpenter. 
That was his surname, Pastor Musa Carpenter. He told us his story. He said there was a man who was a contractor. He took bank loans to execute a project for the federal government. And he was pursuing his payment, going from Lagos to Abuja for his payment. And as usual, he was returning to Lagos on a flight, dejected because nothing was happening to his payment. And then he noticed an older man in front of him in the plane. And the man sat where the air conditioning vent was leaking. Water was dropping, the old man. So this younger person said, you can take my seat, sir. Take my seat. Let's exchange seats, you know. I'm a young person. I can, I can handle the water dropping. In fact, that's the least of my problems right now, you know. There could be my drop, you know. You know Baba, you sit. The man said, thank you very much. Oh, very kind of you. Thank you. When they now got to Lagos and everybody disembarked, the old man said to him, well, I'm so, so, and so. I can't remember what he called it. He said, if you need anything, take my card. He said, the man looked at the old man. He looked old. There were stories on his face. You know stories? Wrinkles, lunge stories. There were stories on his face. Amen. And you know, at that age, you know, we are in design. Which designer? Who do you want to design for? So the man was just looking ordinary. He said, this is an ordinary man. If you need anything, let me know. Take my number and say anything. Old man, what kind of thing? Don't be deceived, though. The hood does not make the monk. Don't be deceived with the outward appearance though, so that you will not miss out on your visitation. Don't be deceived by looks. And some people, everything is in place. Everything is set. But chawan. You know, for war, Raja. Praise the Lord. So this man said, the man said, yes, I'm serious. If you need anything, he said, if I need anything. He said, yes. He said, Ibrahim is my boy. He said, Ibrahim is my boy. What does that mean? The man said, Ibrahim is your boy. I don't. He said, yes. I'm talking about the president. He said, the president? You mean IBB? He said, yes. He said, I was his teacher in primary school. He said, yeah. He said, yes. Ah. He said, excuse me, sir. They are owing me money. I've been going and coming and going. And he said, now you are talking. He said, I called the number during the week. Ah. So he called his number and uh, to cut a long story short, for those who remember the story, where did he pick up his payment? In the villa. Not from Federal Ministry of Education, no. where he worked. Mm-mm. It was from the villa. They said he got to every point. His name was there. He got to every point. His name was Proceed. Proceed. May you keep hearing that as you are going. Proceed. Every point. Proceed. When you are giving clients and you proceed, progress when you Proceed. <laughs> and you get to another and say, Proceed. Yes, your name is here. Proceed. May you hear that this year. Hallelujah. May, may your file receive that this year. Wherever your file gets to, approve. Proceed. Approve. Proceed. May that be your portion this year. In the name of Jesus Christ. Yes. See influence. He was this. But when the man was a primary school teacher, he had influence, but not in that quantum. When IBB was in primary school, the influence that was flowing laterally was not that effective. Hallelujah. But by the time everybody had grown, their levels of influence also had grown. Amen. Your primary school teacher cannot need something from you. Your primary school teacher. 
I still remember names of my primary school teachers. If not all of them, most of them. Mrs. Adedikwe was the one that said, bring your mother. Okusa, bring your mother. Something's wrong with you. I said, nothing's wrong with me. So I went to my said, mommy, they said they want to see you in my school. He said, what did you do? I said, I didn't do anything. They just said, I should bring you. So she went. And the, the teacher, I heard her. She said, oh my, need a drug. This boy needs a prayer. <laughs> Primary school. I can't forget, Miss Adidikwe. I can't forget Miss Oreso. She had a big tummy. And she was teaching us mathematics. And there was one book that was very deep, Lacombe. You know, I didn't like Lacombe. You know, and she was teaching us mathematics. And she would beat us on the head if we missed the songs. So we now said she would go and deliver that baby. When she goes to deliver, then we will have rest. We didn't know that she was not pregnant. Her tummy was just, I can't, can I forget Mrs. Oreso? I can't forget her. Mrs. Igalo. I can't forget Mrs. Igalo. Our headmistress, Mrs. Okuribido, ah, always going around with a cane. I can't for, So if any of those people, listen, if I see any name today that looks like the names of my teachers in primary school, I will ask, which Oresongo is your own? Which Okuribido is your own? Which Igalo is your own? You, you understand what I'm saying? Which Alec Beshola is your own? We had Mrs. Alec Beshola. Praise. I will ask if I'm in a position to do something that they need from, won't I do it when I'm not mad? Those were the people God used for my foundation. How can I forget Mr. Dedicate that said, bring your mother. And what he told my mother was, this boy needs prayer. You know, teachers see what, what you don't see. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> they say, I need a prayer. They need prayer into them. <laughs> Hallelujah. Influence. Somebody say influence. Mm -hmm. So let's learn from that tree. Verse 32 again. Which indeed is the least of all seeds, the mustard seed. But when it is grown, it is the greatest among herbs. So growth changes it from a seed to a herb. And becometh a tree. Becometh. Becometh. What influence does is to make you become. That is where this message will end, but not today. What influence does is to make you become. What you are right now is a, is a result, a consequence of the influences you've been subjected to become. Pastor Lawyer is a professor today of veterinary reproduction under the field of veterinary medicine because of the influences we suggested to. He has become now because. So you become because. If there's no because, there can't be a becoming. Something precedes something in life. Don't forget that. So everything we subject ourselves to is the because that will influence our become. Hallelujah. Let's read. I'm becoming a, a tree. So that the birds of the air come and lodge in the branches thereof. How did this start? Seed, and then it became a herb, and then it became a tree, and then as a tree, it began to do many things. Every tree starts as a seed. Influence, therefore, is a process. Let's learn from that tree. The tree is meant to give food because the fruits will give food, true or false. The tree is meant to give shelter. By the time it becomes a big tree, 
the, the leaves will grow, you know, and then uh, there is a shelter. The tree is meant uh, to, to make the environment conducive to human life because it releases what? Oxygen from the leaves and that is what we take. What we give is carbon dioxide. That's what it needs. So we even have a symbiotic relationship one with the other. Hallelujah. Not only that, the tree has value. It protects the environment. We use them as windshields at times. Not only that, the tree can give us warmth. When the weather is cold, people cut trees, the bone, and it gives them warmth. Charcoal. Some make charcoal from wood. The same tree. Not only that, we use it in construction. The same tree. Houses are, are built. Wood is used. We still use wood here. The same tree, which started as a seed, has multifarious needs and uses. But without influence, moving from seed to herb to tree, it can't happen. There are times trees are used to beautify a place. They line them up like this. They line them up like this. And you see order. And you see beauty. And you become a poet of sorts. Then you can appreciate uh, the landscape. You, do you know some people are uh, golf courses designers. They design golf courses. And those people are so rich. They are experts in designing golf courses. There are different kinds of courses, believe me. Different kinds of fields of study. That's what I meant. Golf course. For your 16 old, for your 8. Is there any golf player here? I don't like it. I think it's for old people. I don't like it. But they say it's good, but I don't like it. That is not my temperament. You know? And the design, they put different obstacles. A river must be there. Some trees must be there. This must be a hill. That must be a valley. This must be a slope. That must be a blind corner. And they're designing all. Hallelujah. When you see trees, when you see the green grass, I see the tree, you become a poet of sorts. You see the verdure, the grandeur. Hmm. Let's learn from that tree. You are like that tree. Your life should give God pleasure. Your life should make the world a better place. Hallelujah. Your voice, your signature, your song, your, 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 your writings. Your thoughts, your words, your expressions should be a blessing to somebody around you. Hallelujah. You should not be a problem. You should be an answer. You should not be a problem. You should be a solution. Who's with me? Amen. That's what influence is saying. Do you know that one of, one of the things I wrote down that I didn't mention, trees, they use them for, in pharmacology. There's something they call pharmacokinetics. Is it pharmacokinetics or, you know, the different, the professors are here, they'll explain to you better when I'm done. Amen. Praise the Lord. Don't you know they extract chemicals from plants for the nourishment of humanity? What can life extract from you that will benefit somebody beside you? That's the big question. So you are meant to give God pleasure. Don't forget that. Isaiah 43, 21. These people have I found for myself. They shall show forth my praise. You are meant to give God pleasure. You are meant to serve humanity. David, the Bible says, he served his own generation after the will of God and fell on asleep. Acts 13, 30, 
36, you are meant to propagate God's values. Our fruits must abound. The, the, the society must feel your fruits. Amen. They, they must feel your presence. When you pass through a place, they must never forget you in a hurry. Is somebody still with me? Eh, ah, if you know what that brother can sing, that brother can write, that brother was good in mathematics, that teacher could teach chemistry. Hallelujah. Some people, some students have vowed in their lives never to cross your pathway. Her son had a teacher, chemistry 157. A University of Ibadan. It was a general course for all science students. Whether you are in engineering, whatever, chemistry 157. They were using trenchard all. The, there was no public address system. At times they must get to the hall by 5 a.m. to get a good seat. No public address system. And the teacher was pregnant. She couldn't raise her voice. So she just stand in front of the class and be delivering a lecture. If you can hear, hear. If you cannot hear, it's your problem. <laughs> and the boy said, in my life, this came to one person. Because it was tough. He said, one day he went to the teacher and said, sorry man, can you please explain this? The teacher said, just take it like that. Me too, I can't explain it beyond that. Ah! Who wants to be like that kind of teacher? Yet you had some teachers who will come to class and open your brain and put knowledge inside. I'm talking literally now. When we were to do longitudes and latitudes, O-level mathematics many years ago, our teacher brought an orange fruit to the class and caught it. And we started seeing the, the dimensions, the sides, you know, longitudes and latitudes. So we could see our angle of elevation, our angle of depression. We could do our calculations. It was not just abstract. One more song, why they brought an orange to teach us if you were if you if you had cement in your head, you could see the orange. But some teachers pride themselves in making it difficult for the students. We had one like that. He was teaching us cost accounting and management accounting. We used to call him Bablo. He said, hey, get it. You can't get it. <laughs> so you're meant to propagate God's values Our fruits must abound Everywhere, leave your signature everywhere Make a mark everywhere Some of us have been given so much But we're paying back so little That's not living, that's not life That's not influence John's Gospel, chapter 15 and verse 8. Herein is my Father glorified, Jesus said, that you bear much fruit. So shall you be my disciples. Herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit. Let's ask ourselves, are we bearing much fruit? Am I operating at full capacity? My friend, his mom will be 81 in February and we're discussing in the course of a week. And we were talking about his mom and said, my mom Joe is firing on eight cylinders. You know, she's 80. So, eight cylinders. She's firing on eight cylinders. So, by the time she's 90, she'll be firing on nine cylinders. By the time she's 100, she's firing on 10 cylinders. Some of us, we are 40, but we are firing on three cylinders. Some of us, we are 20, 
We are firing of half cylinder. You are not firing at full capacity. You are not putting in your optimum. This is not your maximum. To serve God, you are putting small. In your office, it's small. Everywhere is small. In your family, only. Tell me, how useful are you, God? I'm serious. Some people are just totally useless. Of no consequence. And one day you now say, actually, I want to talk to you about Jesus. They are coming. They will come out here. Praise the Lord. Are we seeing the picture of influence now? Because you might have been wondering, influence, 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 influence. What has that got to do? It has, it has everything to do with who you are. First Corinthians 9, 16 to 18. There was a man who wrote more than two-thirds of the New Testament. His example is golden any day, any time. His name was Apostle Paul. Let's read. 1 Corinthians 9, 16. For though I preach the gospel... It is not an avenue for me to boast. I have nothing to glory of. For necessity is laid upon me to preach the gospel. And I said, yea, woe unto me, or woe is unto me, if I preach not the gospel. Uh -uh. Apostle Paul, was it that serious? Yes. He said, he, he will kuma die if he does not preach the gospel. So as far as he was concerned, his assignment under God was his life. Is your own assignment under God your life? For Assuming you even know your assignment. Is it your life? Is it a question of life and death? If you do it or if you don't do it. For him, it was a question of life and death. My question is this. Apostle Paul, was it going then to a different heaven from the heaven that you and I are going now? Let's read, let's read. For if I do this thing willingly, that is if I preach willingly, I have a reward. But if against my will, if I don't feel like doing it but I still do it, it is because a dispensation of the gospel has been committed unto me. What is my reward then? Verily that when I preach the gospel, I may make the gospel of Christ without charge, that I may not abuse my power in the gospel. The man was saying, whether I like it or not, I must preach the gospel. Whether there's a reward in it or not for me, I must preach the gospel. That is why I've been called. What have you been called to do? So I'm simply saying, influence is laying a responsibility on us that we must propagate the values of God's kingdom. Hmm. Bear fruit. Influence says you can change the narrative. When we're a people of influence, we're a people of change. You can change the narrative. We can change the narrative. You know influence could be positive or negative. I have a confession to make. I've made it before in church. Many years ago, I think this must have been maybe 19, maybe 1993 or 94. We went for our Icon District meeting. It used to be first Monday of every month then. It was at the defunct cooperative bank that we held the meeting. And it was a meeting where elections will take place for another set of executives to be appointed. We will still do elections, but ICANN elections are elections that 
you, you do in a direction. Somebody who was vice chairman, the last executive must be the chairman, and he'll be the only, we'll just vote in that direction. So, but there was somebody who was the vice chairman. So, automatically, she should become the chairman. I sat at the back. Honestly, that auntie more nice. She, she wasn't nice. Very, you know, proud, arrogant, saucy. Then they used to call us, 1994. How many years ago? That's 29 years ago. They used to call us Young Shall Grow. We were Young Shall Grow then. You know? So we were the rebels. She didn't even have our time at all. She can say, carry my bag. <laughs> Things like that. Yeah, professionals. So I sat at the back. It was time for election. As the chairman of the electoral committee came out, said, so, 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 so. so now, like we usually do, ladies and gentlemen, this is icon, everything is orderly and so on and so on. I said, no. When they called her name, I said, no. I wasn't too loud. The person in front of me repeated it, no. The person in front of that one repeated it, no. And the whole hall, no. She never became chairman up to now. I heard last month or two months ago, somebody tried to bring her back after 20 something years because she stopped coming. <laughs> I said this thing and honestly, I didn't know when I said no. Guess what? The MD of the bank who sat be behind me because he was busy in his office. He came to join the meeting. The MD of Cooperative Bank then. His name was Mr. Ajaja in case you know him. He sat at the back. He too said no. Muni Oga, you are joining Young Child Group. He said, I'm part of you now. Ah. <laughs> Amen. Influence changes the narrative. It would have been a disaster if that, had become our, if that lady had become our chairman. It would have been a monumental disaster. So influence changes the narrative. May divine influence change the narrative over Nigeria in 2023. Listen, people are scheming, different things are going on, but the agenda of God will stand. God is interested in Nigeria, don't you think so? Okay, God is interested in you. God is interested in me. And so God is interested in our nation. Amen. Hmm. He maketh the diviners mad. <laughs> he frustrated the tokens of Elias. Listen, that's what God will do in our land. Amen. So you are meant to change the narrative. Acts 17 verse 6, what does it say? And when they found them not, they drew Jason and certain brethren unto the rulers of the city, crying, when they were looking for Apostle Paul. These that have turned the world upside down have come hither also. People of influence are those who turn the world upside down. Amen. At times, they carry fire and they are like madmen. The son of a prophet came to Jehu to anoint him as, as the next king of Israel. And uh, he called the captain. Jehu was captain. He said, Captain, I have a word for you. Captain, I have a message for you. So Jehu stood aside and he anointed him with oil like he was sent by his master and he took off. And they said, Where is that madman from? What did that madman tell you? They referred to the son of prophet who came as a madman. At times, uh, those who make change happen are like mad. At times, they are like people who are not seeing what others are seeing. Whatever fire you carry must be the fire of change. Whatever word you carry must be the word that will make things better. Praise the Lord. They may not like you. You may not be popular, but you're making change happen. Do you know 
when we were in school, you didn't have to like your teacher. Just pass the subject and get promotion and go to the next class. Your child can come and say, I don't like my math. You better like mathematics. You may not like the teacher. Like what the subject is for your good, for your future. Amen. You may not like your pastor. You don't need to like your pastor. Praise the Lord. Like what he's saying. It's for your future. Leave the pastor to God. (laughs) I'm telling you. Amen. It might be difficult to do, which is why there's a church for everybody. Amen. Praise the Lord. Influence speaks. Influence acts. Influence provokes. Influence inspires. Influence begets influence. Second Corinthians 4, 1 and verse 4. Second Corinthians 1, 4. Influence begets influence. Who comforted us in all our tribulation? That we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. If you don't have comfort, you can't give it. Remember that quote, non habet. It is what you have that you can give. If you have the peace of God, you can spread the peace of God. Amen. If you have the wisdom of God in you, you can give wisdom. In the hearts of all that are wise-hearted, what has God done? He has put wisdom. So he sees wisdom to invest in wisdom. So wisdom beckons to wisdom. The same way deep calleth unto the deep. So deep sees deep before deep will call unto deep. Uh, shallow too will call shallow. Is somebody with me this morning? Uh, shallow will call shallow. Because birds of the same feather flock together. You are influenced to be an influence. Philippians 3, 12 to 14. Not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after. If that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Jesus. Do you see that? He said, it's not as if I've arrived. What I'm simply doing is, I want to apprehend that for which I was apprehended. To apprehend means to take hold of. I want to take hold of that which took hold of me. So I want to repeat what I've experienced in the lives of others. That's influence. Hallelujah. So many years ago, the moment I passed my professional exams, I had a lecturer who has uh, a niece in church. And he said, when I called him and I said, I passed. He said, good, Mr. Okusaya. Now you must start lecturing. I said, oh, God, I'm not lecturing. Uh, uh, let, let me enjoy this uh, level first. Let me enjoy it. He said, no, 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 no. You must give back what you have received. You must give back. That's how he talks. He could lecture for five hours, and after five hours, he would say, can you take more? We say, we are tired. He said, no, 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 just take the 30 minutes. Let's just do 30 more minutes. By 7.30, we'll be out of here, 30 minutes. We say, this man doesn't have family. He doesn't have work. He doesn't have anything. He said, 30 minutes. So, naturally, having passed the exam, I had to call him to say, thank you, sir, for all that you did. He said, you must start. I said, no. And after I dropped the phone, I said, ah, it's true. So, that's how I took to lecturing. So that what I had gone through, I also will pass down. Some people, what has helped you, you are not sharing with anybody. You are not a person of influence. Whatever has helped you, teach others, let it help them as well. What did Apostle Paul tell Timothy? Second Timothy 2, 2. He said, the things that thou hast learned of me, commit them unto faithful men who will be able to teach others also. So the cycle continues. Hallelujah. The cycle... You, 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 you know how to make money. Do you know some people are anointed to make money? You don't know. Some people have skills to multiply money. 
The same way some people have skills to multiply poverty. If you see the one that knows how to multiply poverty, hey, avoid that one. <laughs> if you see the ones who know how to multiply wealth, befriend that one. Hallelujah. I have a friend. And, uh, uh, he's still my friend, so I have a friend. But when we were in secondary school, when we were in Form 2, he lost his elder brother. He was in Form 2 with me when his elder brother, who was a third-year medical student, died in University of Ife. It was called University of Ife, then it wasn't called OAU. He died, medical student. And that shattered their family. Because he was the other boy. They had just two sons, my friend and his elder brother. And when his elder brother died, that was like the end. Because the family did not see any good thing in my friend. To make matters worse, he was cross-eyed. So when he's looking at you, you think a demon is looking at you. When you think he's fighting you. Meanwhile, he's not looking at you, he's looking there, but you, know, you think he's, you are the one he's looking at. He was cross-eyed. And he didn't like to read. And his father said, what kind of... Ah! That that was his hope that that... You know it's wrong as a parent to do that. But that was, you know... So he found himself in that terrible condition. He said, nobody believes any good thing can come out of his life. And then he became my friend. Ah, and I was afraid. He forced himself on me. I was afraid. I kept trying to avoid him because of his eyes. And he was always fighting in the dormitory. He'd be fighting seniors. How can he form two boys? Be fighting from four, from five. You know, from four, from five students in our days, they had this thing. In fact, we had some that we called uncle in the dormitory. We were students together, Uncle Dan. We used to call him Uncle Dan. If he spoke from his corner, the, the hall will vibrate. The hall will vibrate. <laughs> Binga. He said, said Tulu, please. They have written me off at home. I need you. I said, What do you need me for? He said, Mathematics. I said, eh. See, you won't beat me. See, you won't beat me. I said, Okay. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so he, he became. So by the time our white results came out, his dad, you know, my jam form, jam form then was 29. His dad was the one. Pa S. O. Logan was the one that paid my jam form. I said, Tulu, I'm paying your jam form. I'm paying. He paid for my jam form. He said, it's because of you that Benga passed work. It's because of you because Benga said never do work. What am I saying? Your influence should affect someone else. I'm sorry I use myself as an example. So you are influenced to be an influence. Your influence determines who you are and what you do. It determines who you are and what you do. It determines who you are and what you do. We saw that in the life of John the Baptist, Mark. Mark's Gospel, chapter 1, from verse 2. Let's read. As it is written in the prophets, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. What he was to do? The voice of one crying in the wilderness, who he was. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. What he did. So John did baptize in the wilderness and preached the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. Who you are? Who was John? The voice crying in the wilderness. What did he do? He was saying, prepare ye the way of the Lord. Your influence determines that. Do you know John had disciples? John the Baptist had disciples. One day the disciples of John the Baptist followed Jesus. And Jesus said, what do you want? They said, where do you stay? They followed him to his house. They became subsequently disciples of Jesus. They had been prepared for the ministry of Jesus through the ministry of John the Baptist. Is somebody with me this morning? determines what you do. Whatever influences you, controls you. It dominates you. Whatever influences you, controls you. It dominates you. Jezebel influenced uh, Ahab 
and she controlled Ahab. She dominated Ahab. There was nothing Ahab could do without uh, Jezebel. One day, Ahab got home and was looking sad and morose. And Jezebel said, ah, ah, oh king, king, king. What's going on? Why are you looking dull like this? He said, it is because I asked Naboth to sell his vineyard to me. I like it. And he has refused to say, say oh, is that a problem? So that's why you, a whole king of Israel, are looking sad like this. He said, give me till tomorrow. I'll fix it. Madam, fix it. I'll fix it. And so she got some people. And he said, get Naboth drunk. When he's high on alcohol, say he blasphemed against, and stoned him to death. And they did that. Nice plan. Naboth was killed. And she came and said, he's dead. You can take, you can take the vineyard. How, how can somebody be that cold-blooded? But that was who she was. So she was the tonic, the elixir for Ahab. Whatever influences you, dominates you. It controls you. So what influences you? Is it the word of God that influences you? Is it the love of God that influences you? Is it the Holy Spirit who influences you? Or is it red wine that influences you? Pastor, usually I'm not happy. You see, I, I always have this, uh, I, I don't want to call it depression, but they call it depression. But when I take red wine, you know, then I feel, you know, so that's what influences you. Hallelujah. Some people, is weed, Igbo, that influences them. Some of them come to church. Some come to church and they're on weed. Some are clean boys. Handsome, good looking, but they're on weed. They say, Pastor, honestly, I don't disturb anybody with my lifestyle. You know, I just take my shit. I do my shit. I go my way. I'm calm. Man. I'm cool. Can't you see me? You know? Whatever influences you, dominates you. Is it weed? Is it my... <laughs> it's a pastor of all. They don't call it marijuana. <laughs> they call it pot. I say pot. You think it sounds good when you hear pot. You won't know Igbo. Igbo is Igbo. <laughs> it's, it's Igbo they are saying. <laughs> Whatever influences you dominates you. Some people, except they sleep with a man, except they have sex, they are not balanced. Whatever influences you dominates you. Are you a sex slave? Some people, it is money that dominates them. If they are broke, once they hit 20,000, in their account, that's all they left. They have left in their account. They are sad. They become nasty. Anything. I have an uncle. He's still my uncle. He's still alive. Many years ago, I was working in tractor and equipment, Oregon, you know, Billingsway, and he was living in Maryland. So I will close at five and I'll go to his home because in his house we were sure that there will be booze and so on and so on. So we'll go to enjoy ourselves in the evening before finally going back home, you know? And he will come out into the living room, you know, where all of us were. And he will, you know, he will greet everybody, you know, call us by our nicknames. Tolu, tolu, of us is dark. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then he will go back inside. After five, ten minutes, he will come back again. We didn't know what was going inside his bedroom to do. He had shoes everywhere. You, have you seen shoes? From that place to that place, shoes. One set, another set. Another set, another set, different colors. How does he remember which one to wear, self? You know, because when these things are too many, at times you don't know 
At times you see some people, they wear the same thing because they are confused. Amen. <laughs> the man is confused. So, Ashe, someone say Ashe. Whenever he went inside like that, he would go and check his shoes and check where he kept cash. Then there was no euro. Dutch marks, you know, Stalin, dollars, he would go and check. Everything he that had come out together. He was. You know, that is not a sign of... Uh, Whatever influences you, dominates you. Some people, it's money that dominates them. Some people, they must be seen every day in a new outfit on IG. With their latest hairstyle. That's what dominates them. Whatever influences you, dominates you. <laughs> Let's talk to ourselves, man. Praise the Lord. Whatever influences you, dominates you. Some people until they fight. Until they fight. Can't you Let me find somebody to fight. How come everybody is quiet today? I, I had the story of, of a grandma. <laughs> you are laughing. I had the story of, of a grandma in Nigeria, in her church. She was a marriage counselor. She now went to stay with her children for a while. A friend of us from Nigeria now called and said, Grandma, how are you? Hi, your children. She said, but everything is fine. He said, but ah, this is you said, we can't no work to do here. He said, well, they are not fighting you. That is, our children are not fighting the son and the daughter-in-law. He said, well, they are not fighting you. That one too is influence. Can you imagine? <laughs> Whatever influences you, dominates you. <laughs> Let's read Romans chapter 8, verse 5 to 6. Romans 8, 5 to 6. Those who are dominated by the sinful nature, think about sinful things. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit, think about things that please the Spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death. Old King James says, to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. This one says, but letting the spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. Guess what? A man of influence is a man of power. A person of influence is a person of power. Hallelujah. A man of influence is a man of power. Elisha was a man of influence. Elisha was a man of influence. His boss, Elijah, was a man of influence. Why? They were people of power. In 2 Kings chapter 5, a slave girl who was taken captive by the Syrians, who was living in the house of Naaman, who knew that her mistress's husband was leprous, simply said, will God, my Lord, where were the prophets in Samaria? He will recover him of his leprosy. She had the effrontery to say that because she was convinced about the influence that that man carried. Who is convinced about the influence you carry? She was convinced. I said, would God, my Lord, that is my master, we are with the prophet in Samaria. He will recover him of his leprosy. They heard. The servants heard. They rehearsed it until the master heard. The leprous man. How many people will say that the master is leprous? They say, sir, we had, it's not also, 
that girl, the slave girl from Israel, that girl, the slave, she said that uh, there's a prophet in Samaria that can help this your condition, sir. You know, they can't say leprosy. They say, what did you say? He said, it's not us, sir. It's the girl. Bring her. What did you say? Sir, bold girl. The prophet is saying, he will recover you of your leprosy, sir. If only you can go. She said leprosy. Those ones said condition. Was I there? I wasn't there. Then where are you getting these things from? I'm just using my imagination. You know, it's just my imagination. Praise the Lord. So that that scripture can come alive. Guess what Naaman did? Naaman spoke to the king of Syria. That there is someone with a solution in Israel. And at that point in time, Israel was under Syrian dominion. That was why they could take that girl captive. Do you understand? So the king quickly wrote a letter. I said, treat this man. Recover him of his leprosy. And take these gifts, you know, in case you have caused that. So gifts were exchanged at that level. When the king of Israel saw the letter, said, ah, what, this man is looking for trouble again. What, 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 you came to defeat us the last time. What, how can I? Am I a doctor? What solution do I have? And then the now Elisha has said, send him to me. The message was not for you. The influence the prophet had, the king did not have in that story. Hallelujah. Influence is no respecter of titles. Praise the Lord. He was the king, all right. But that was beyond him. The prophet said, send him to me. They sent Naaman. To the prophet. The prophet did not come out. He said, go and wash. In the Jordan, he said, Amy. Chief, chairman, joint chief of defense forces of the Syrian army. You did not even come out. Greet me. Salute me. Nothing. He said, don't we have rivers in Syria? Why wasn't he healed? If he had rivers in Syria. But the man of influence is a man of power. Quickly, let me talk about the core of influence as I begin to round up. The core of influence. Three things. Association, environment, and exposure. The core, C-O-R-E, of influence. I'm not finishing today. Association, environment, and exposure. Association. The company you keep the people you relate with, the environment you associate with. Proverbs thirteen twenty: He that walketh with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. So you want to be wise, look for the wise. You want to understand physics as a subject, look for a friend who understands physics. Let that person be your best friend. Amen. You want to understand, I had the story. Somebody told us that story some years back. How that there was someone who went to serve in Abuja. A lady that went to serve in Abuja, NYC. And uh, she decided to uh, secure an accommodation with some other mates. So they, they split the rent. So they were all flatmates. And they introduced her to her church. Or to their church, rather. And they would go to church together. And after church service in the evening, for music services, she will come back home. But those ladies will not come back home. 
They won't come until late, very much later in the night, early hours of the morning. That's when they will return. Ah. Did they stay back at the fellowship to do some other things? She did not know that even though they were workers in church, they were also called girls. They were, what do you call them? Run, runs girls. They did runs. Imagine. So you will change. They will change. They had change of clothing. They will change from church clothes, which appear normal, and change to what is abnormal. And they had places where they will go, where their customers will come and meet them. That girl now said, hmm. And so she saw them with a lot of money. Expensive phones. Be careful. Hmm. Be careful. Be careful. Some of those phones can pay some people's salaries for six months. For one year. I saw one phone the other day looking like diamond. They say it's the latest Samsung. You fold it over like this. I say, hey. I say, this one to his phone. Praise the Lord. If you are working, if you, are, if you can afford it, why not? But if you are living above your means, that's why the greatest asset some people have in life is their food. Because all they have worked for is that food. Their bed has sagged. They can't afford to buy one gallon of petrol at 250 per liter into their generator. They have used all the money on the food. No, no, no. She had a choice. Do I continue to live in that house? If I continue, after a while, I will take to this lifestyle. Or do I ship out? So what did she do? She shipped out. Because influence comes by association. The company you keep. So Proverbs 13, 20. He that comes to the wise shall be wise. But the companion of fools shall be destroyed. So watch your company. Learn to company right. You have friends in church who are not spiritual because it's not everybody in church that is spiritual. You have friends in church who are always telling you about the next party. Don't forget to, next Saturday, Mrs. Uh, something, the daughter is getting married. Don't forget to. What color did they call? Fuchsia, pink, and sky blue. So powder blue and mint red. You know, different things they call colors. So we'll meet there. And they are calling themselves. We have prayer meeting in church. Royal Sisters prayer meeting on Monday, 5 to 6 p.m. Ah, uh, you know I will still be at work. And there's Bible study on Wednesday. We are doing a series on uh, the end time. <laughs> end time. Call on Shanua. You can locate who your friend is if you want to be sincere with yourself. Some people are not going anywhere. I don't need them. We can be closed. You are not going anywhere. You, you don't have a destination. We can be close. Tell me the common decimal. We, we can be friends, but we are not close. Amen. Influenced by association. Don't forget that. Something happened to, to, uh, to King Saul. When David fled from Saul and ran to meet Samuel. Because Saul wanted to kill David. Let's read that story. 1 Samuel 19, 18 to 24. So David fled and escaped. Let's read together. David fled and escaped and came to Samuel, to Ramah, and told him all that Saul had done to him. And he and Samuel went and dwelt in Naioth. And it was told Saul, saying, Behold, David is at Naioth in Ramah. And Saul sent messengers to take David. And when they saw the company of the prophets prophesying, and Samuel standing as appointed, they saw the company of prophets 
prophesying. So what did David do? He went and associated with Samuel. So they were together, association. And uh, Samuel stood as appointed. The sons of the prophets were prophesying. So what was going on in that atmosphere? The spirit of prophecy was in the atmosphere. That was what was going on. Hmm. So when he was told Saul, he sent other messages. Okay, I'll read 20 again. And Saul sent messengers to take David. And when they saw the company of the prophets prophesying, and Samuel standing as appointed over them, the spirit of God came upon the messengers of Saul, and they also prophesied. Why? That was what was in the air, association. The spirit of prophecy. 21. When it was told Saul, he sent other messengers, and they did what? Prophesied likewise. Honestly. I like, I like Samuel. Because this was the picture of Elijah. When the king said they should go and arrest uh, Elijah. Elijah was afraid and he said, if I be a man of God, captain, and your 50 men, fire consumed them! And fire licked them up. And it happened a second time. The third man was worse. He said, <laughs> But see Samuel, they were prophesying. And then the spirit of prophecy came upon the messengers who were sent. They were messengers. But do you think they were ordinary messengers? They were armed. They were armed. You don't arrest with ordinary eye. Uh, David follows. And he was a fighter. He was a man of war. So they must have been armed. Do you agree with that? Yeah. And when it was told so, he sent other messengers and they prophesied likewise. And Saul sent messengers again the third time and they also prophesied. Then went he also to Ramah and came to a great well that is in Seco. And he asked and said, where are Samuel and David? And once then behold, they be at Nioth and Ramah. And he went thither to Nioth and Ramah and the spirit of God came upon him also. And he went on and prophesied until he came to Nioth and Ramah. From where he was, he now, in fact, they were prophesying a distance away from where he was. But the intensity had grown. The concentration was now thick. It was spreading. So from where he was now, he got caught. Ah, the anointing and association, they go together. The anointing and association. So who do you keep coming with? Which church do you go? What do they preach in the church you go? Praise the Lord. Environment. The area you are. So be around the area. Be around the matter. The environment. What is happening in that environment? Being the thick of it. Thank God for ants. Ants know. Ants know where to go. Wherever sweet things are, ants don't need to be invited. They go in that direction. If you have sugar, ants don't stay on the fringes of the sugar. They go into the heart of the sugar. Amen. They are very sensitive. Can we be sensitive like that to what is going on? Praise the Lord. Some of us are not sensitive. So, somebody preached on a Sunday. Another person preached on a Sunday. Different title. Another person preached the following. Different. And you, you can begin to see a pattern. You can begin to see a pattern. Look at your life and say, how is this relevant to me? Because it means God is speaking to you. That's what it means. It means God is speaking to you. Or during your quiet time, you see a pattern. It happened yesterday. It happened today. And you are having a direction, a pull in a particular direction. And a thought keeps coming. God is dealing with you in a direction. Your environment, it matters. 
So in Acts chapter 16, 25 to 28, at midnight Saul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God and the prisoners heard them and suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bands were loosed. Who was God after? Paul and Silas. But everyone's bands were loosed. All the doors of a prison were, were open. Other prisoners were set free. But the deliverance was for who? Paul and Silas. It wasn't about those others. But because they happened to be in that same environment, they had the same experience. The environment. Influence. And the environment. They go together. So, <laughs> the same Saul again. First Samuel chapter 10 this time. 9 to 11. This was after he had been ordained as king or anointed. And it was so that when he had turned his back to go from Samuel, God gave him another heart. And all those signs came to pass that day. And when they were come thither to the hill, behold, the company of prophets met him. And the spirit of God came upon Saul. And he prophesied among them. He happened to be in that environment, that atmosphere. And it came to pass, when all that knew him before time saw what happened. Behold, he prophesied among the prophets. Then the people said one to another, What is it? Or what is this that has come upon the son of Kish? Is Saul also among the prophets? Finally, exposure. And here I will end. Exposure. Exposure. Someone say exposure. Exposure and influence go together. Thank God we have come out of COVID-19. And we have come out of it permanently. I said we have come out of it permanently. Some people made money with COVID and they want to repeat it, but their counsel is destroyed. Praise the Lord. If somebody was infected with the COVID virus, COVID-19 virus, and you happen to be exposed to that person in your office, in your family, wherever, you happen to be exposed to that person, what will happen to you that time? You will contact the virus. Why? You were exposed to someone who was infected. So exposure breeds influence. So Moses went up the mountain to receive the tables of a testimony. He was exposed to the glory of Jehovah God up on the mountain. And what happened? By the time he came back, old King James, he wished not that his face shone. That is, he did not know that his face was shining. And Israel could not behold his face because they saw light. They saw glory emanating. So he had to put a veil over his face. Exodus 34. Put a veil over his face to cover his face and address the people. And somebody said, it was Paul that said, no wonder they could understand the law. Because when the law was given to them, his face was covered. So they didn't see the face of the giver of the law. To understand the intent, the letter, and the spirit of the law. Because it was veiled. It was veiled. Hallelujah. Moses. He went up again, he came back, everything was fire. Why? Exposure. The power you are exposed to rubs off on you. Amen. Rubs off on you. That's why you find children talk like their fathers or their mothers. You find some daughters cook like their mothers. Amen. So if your mother was a bad cook, except you relearn, you will be a bad cook. So brothers who are still in courtship, Make sure your mother-in-law-to-be cooks for you. When you have tried, it's part, of, it's part of due diligence. When you have tried, you see, some things are important. I looked at my mother-in-law before I got married. 
My mother-in-law was not particularly obese and fat, so I said, this is good. I said, Sister Bolanli will look like this in future. She understand. Hallelujah. Amen. Hey, so look at your mother-in-law to be before you. She is part of what? Amen. And let her cook for you. Ah, if your mother-in-law to be knows how to cook, know that God has helped you. Your wife to be will be a good cook. But if it is River Niger and River Benue, because when you see some, 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 hmm, they all go separately. It is well with you. I won't say more than that. <laughs> Back to my point. <laughs> what you're exposed to. Exposure. Exposure. On the Mount of Transfiguration. Matthew chapter 7. It's a market and look as well. Um, um, Matthew chapter 17, I beg your pardon. From verse 1. They went up the mount and Jesus was transfigured before them. And everything changed about him. Do you know that that affected them? When Peter was to write, they said, we beheld his glory on the holy mount. We were there. Because Peter out of stupor said, not knowing what to say, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three tabernacles, one for you. Listen, listen, listen. Exposure will influence you. What are you exposed to? What do you expose yourself to? African magic from morning till night. African magic. It's a, it's a form of exposure. After a while, you know the names of all the actors and actresses. Ojogo, Ogogo. Is he Ojogo? Ogogo? 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 Is that the, uh, is that the, um, the albino? Is that the albino? Okay, what's that one's name? Eh? Uh, which one is the albino? Elisha. Ah, that man can abuse somebody. That albino man. I don't know. Elisha. Elisha. Ah! Without batting his eyes, he'd be abusing people like this. He's got a... You know, some people are African magic majors. In fact, once they finish one film, they know the next one that they are going to show. They know the next one. And they say, ah, ever, ever, ever. That's strange. When you sleep, you'll be saying, let's show your sleep. I can assure you. You see, oh, oh go, go, in, in your sleep. There's one man, we met one day when we went for a visa interview. But they used to call him Bodabayo. You know, he has uh, tribal marks like this. Very funny and he can abuse somebody. You begin to see those people. Amen. No. Or if all you listen to. You know, Kiss Daniel has done another one now. Rich till I die. He has done another one now. You know, that's, that's all you hear. That's all you hear. You reproduce it, don't worry. You begin to reproduce it. You know. People see you nodding your head and moving your body and they are looking at you and say, which music is he listening to? He's from inside. He's been exposed to it. He caught the virus. He caught Kiss Daniel's virus. Yet the virus of the Holy Spirit is waiting for you to catch. But you discountenance the virus of the Spirit to catch the virus of Kiss Daniel. No. What you're exposed to is what's going to influence you. Amen. Can't you catch the virus of righteousness? Can't you catch the virus of the anointing? Can't you catch the virus of the wisdom of God? Can't you catch the virus of prayer? Amen. It's a choice. I belong to an institute, a training institute. We call it Ega International. So HI, Ega Institute, Ega International, HI. And one day somebody came and said, you have to be HIV positive. And people say, Allah, my daddy, God forbid, but HIV positive. And he now broke it down. He said, you have to be Ega Institute virus positive. Ah, they say, we didn't know that's the one. And what does that 
institute stand for? To eradicate gospel poverty. To eradicate gospel poverty. When you are consumed with that passion, to win souls or to talk to people about Jesus becomes the easiest thing for you to do. They will know you for who you are. They say, before you get to his office now, he begin to say, are you born again? Are you born again? Some people don't come to my office because they say, if you go to my office, say, how many chapters of the Bible have you read today? So to be asking you a question now. Okay, share with me where you read in the Bible today. So some who have to come, they will not think, okay, where will I say I read? <laughs> what do I remember? Okay, now I'm ready to go. Sister Sophia, I want to see Pastor Tolu. Is it a bad question to ask whether you've read your Bible? Are we not expected to be students of the Bible? Are we expected to graduate from the Bible? Catch a virus, a virus of pleasing God, the virus of living for God, the virus of supernatural influence. Let us pray. Please stand to your feet. Association, environment, and exposure. You know, it was like having a talk today with one another. Please, let's stand to our feet. And you pray for yourself. Please, you pray for yourself. You pray for yourself. That Lord, help me to associate right. Help me to company right. I, I, I want to be in your presence. I, I want to be in your presence. I don't, want to be, I don't want to be a stranger to your presence. I don't want to be a stranger to your presence. Help me to, to get used, to get familiar with your presence and let your presence continually be on the increase in me and around me. Make me a perpetual lover of your presence. Cause me to hunger and thirst more and more for your presence. Help me to carry the fire of your spirit on an increasing measure every day of my life. We have said a person of influence is a person of power. That Lord, the power of your spirit will be so tangible, so real, so mighty in me and through me. Let it affect all that I stand for. My spouse, my seed, their seed and their seed. That generations from me will know you, will serve you, will do your bidding. Lord, help me to love all that you love and to despise all that you despise. Help me. Lord, help me to seek after your will. Your word says, Blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Help me to hunger and to thirst after righteousness all the days of my life. Influence breeds influence. Influence begets influence. Lord, that you will make me a stronger person of influence. Such that wherever I go, I will spread the fragrance and the aroma of your presence, of your person, oh God. Lord, I will be a person of value. That Lord, society will be better because of me. Lord, help me. From my quiet corner to be a person of influence. Lord, to change the narrative that it shall be said concerning me also that these people that have turned the world upside down have come here also Lord let that be said concerning me 
Believe the Lord that as a parent, you'll be a positive influence. You'll be a strong influence. As an employee of labor, you'll be a strong influence. As an employee, you'll be a strong Over your mates at work, your colleagues at work, you'll be a strong influence. A strong influence. You'll be a person of godly influence. A person of godly values. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. They will say, physician, heal thyself. Because they can say, physician, heal thyself. Lord, let there be nothing that will put a dent on the authenticity of the gospel in my life. Please pray that prayer. Lord, let there be no dent on the authenticity of the gospel in my life. Let there be no dent. Let there be nothing that will query the authenticity of the gospel in my life. Make me an embodiment of the power of the gospel. Make me an embodiment of the power of the Holy Ghost to my world, to my generation. David served his own generation by the will of God and he fell on asleep. Help me to serve my generation with all that you have invested in me. Pray in the name of Jesus. Tell the Lord you will not hold back. You will not hold back. Influence speaks. Influence acts. Influence inspires. Influence provokes. Influence changes. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I come against whatever is a weakness, whether it's mental or emotional whether it's material or physical or financial, whether it is medical, whatever is a weakness in this house, in any life, we cancel you out by the authority of the word of God. We neutralize every weakness in the name of Jesus. Let there be a replacement of every weakness with the strength of Yahweh. With the strength of Yahweh. Let your strength make up for every weakness in the name of Jesus. Where there are reproaches, where there are reproaches, where command reproaches removed, uprooted, removed, replaced with honor and glory by the hand of the living God in the name of Jesus. We have exposed yourself to your Holy Spirit today. Sitting under the canopy of the ministry of the Spirit, receiving the word of life. Let there be deposits. Let there be deposits. Let there be virtue released upon our lives. Let there be exchanges. Uh, okay, so receive exchanges. Also, uh, you receive exchanges. What you did not like, drop it. That which you desire, take it. In the name of Jesus. So let there be exchanges. Do it now. Every weakness gives way to strength. I exchange my weaknesses with the strength of Jehovah. I, I, I exchange my imperfections with the perfection of Jehovah. Yes, in the name of Jesus. I, I command my delays to be exchanged with divine speed. Where there were delays, let there be divine speed. In the name of Jesus, let there be divine speed. Where there was lack, let there be abundance. I, I exchange my lack for the abundance of Jehovah God in the name of Jesus. Yes, exchanges, exchanges. Where there are problems, challenges, 
challenges we receive solutions solutions in the name of Jesus where there are questions let there be answers in the name of Jesus where there was barrenness let there be conception and fruitfulness in the name of Jesus let every desert land yeah, become a forest let every desert land become a forest every wasteland become a forest in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus where there was shame where there was shame let there be honor let there be honor to the glory and honor of your name Jesus Father we say thank you have you received have you received this morning so thank God for it and say Father thank you for what I have received when I asked us to pray the prayer of exchanges I was asking whether you have received have you received say then thank you for what you have received Father thank you for what I have received and thank you for the manifestation is now the glory and the honor is yours in Jesus name you are not born again and you're in church this morning you are not born again. You know it by yourself. And you want to be born again. You want to give your life to Jesus. And the Lord will accept you. That's, that's his business. That's what he wants. He wants men to be reconciled to him. If you're like that, while others sit, you can remain standing as I pray for you. While others sit, you can remain standing as I pray for you. All heads bowed, all eyes shut. Let's respect one another's privacy. You know that you are not born again. Just remain standing. You know that you want to give your life to Christ. You are ready for it. Just remain standing. Just remain standing. If you know that you are ready to give your life to Christ. I don't see anyone standing here. I don't know who is up on the gallery to help us check. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Lord, we have heard your word today. And this word will not stand against anyone. Let the fruits of this word begin to manifest. Let it sprout from seed to herb to full-grown tree that will give shelter and nourishment to humanity. And thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.